What's up, Anchor Peeps and comic book fans? I am Anchor Pete, and I'm here with my friend Brian, and we are here today to discuss all the crazy news that Disney just released about the upcoming Marvel projects. So, Brian, how are you doing today? Doing good. Today, uh, there are so many freaking Marvel projects, it's ridiculous. And if we went into each one, we'd probably be here for like two or three hours. So yes. I was thinking that I will go through the list of Marvel projects and we can use a rating system to determine which ones we want to talk about. All right. Okay. So I have three ratings. Okay. And you can apply these to the projects as I say them. Okay. So for level one, it's Uatu. That's rating number one is Uatu, which basically wow. means I have to watch this. Okay. Love it. Nice. You're going to like these. Trust me. Level two is Happy Hogan, where you're kind of like, eh, I'm okay if I see it or if I don't. Okay. Level three is Daredevil, which is, I'm okay not seeing this. Oh, God, that was a horrible laugh. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a genuine laugh, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you have to rank it with Uatu, Happy Hogan, or Daredevil. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so starting right off the bat, the first thing I have is WandaVision, which comes out in uh, January 15th on Disney+. Plus. It's going to have Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, right? Now, how are you feeling about WandaVision? Uh, Oatu, 100%. Okay. Uh, I mean, clearly, the, the, the biggest draw to me is the parallels it's drawing to uh, Tom King's vision. Yes. Uh, Maxi series, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and even though it's, it seems to be a little bit more Scarlet Witch focused, I mean, they obviously have the, the big history together. And, um, and you know, we're probably, I, I'm assuming we're going to see some stuff that semi relates to, uh, you know, some house of m set up and you know maybe her imaginary children who eventually become characters you know uh no, named characters and all uh, so yeah that that's that's pretty high on my list of all of the things that were announced yeah uh i feel very lot to about this one too and um i think the kids are going to be in it because i could have sworn in the trailer that i saw there was a shot of like a, a crib and you're like looking up from a crib yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, I think that Elizabeth Olsen has done a great job as Wanda. And I think that, like, maybe they'll probably explain why she has, like, a really thick accent in Age of Ultron. And then all of a sudden, she doesn't have one by the time you reach Endgame. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. I, I think that they're going to say that, like, her mental state, you know, has, has always been, like, fragile and that she's able to change reality. And I think that might be just an example of it. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to the next thing. Falcon and Winter Soldier. How are you feeling about that one? You're happy Hogan about it? I'm happy Hogan about it. I, I, I'm interested in see, seeing it. Uh, I mean, uh, so I was very impressed with the, um, the, 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 the CG in it. Like, there's that one scene where, like, Falcon's flying to the canyon. I'm yeah. like, this looks like a movie. Like, this is crazy. Yes, yes. Um, but I guess based on that trailer, I, I'm leaving it in Happy Hogan. Like, I feel like I, I, I want to see more about what it's actually going to be about rather than just – Falcon and Bucky palling around a little bit. Like, I don't think they gave us that much information about what's gonna, it's going to be about. Like, you saw a, a brief glimpse of what I believe was U.S. agent or who will be known as U.S. agent. Yeah. And I want to see more of that, uh, if that's going to be the overall arc of it. Um, but I don't think they've given me – I was more excited about it with the previous trailer than I was after this one, other okay. than the, the, the great special effects that they showed. Yeah. Wow, it's kind of funny because I actually feel pretty much the same exact way. Like, I don't feel like it expanded on it. I was going to say, I just want to see who was playing, uh, what do you call it, USA, too. 
Oh, it's um Wyatt Russell. Oh, it's Kurt Russell's son. Kurt Russell's son, yes. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I, I actually love uh US Agent. I think he's a real interesting character. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean I haven't seen him in any books in a long time, I feel like, but I mean I remember the old you know Marvel cards where, where I gained you know 90% of my Marvel knowledge and you know yeah uh, I, I definitely had a US Asian card back then. Let, let's talk about the next project, okay? So so Loki. Which is well, actually out. hold on. Well, what was your rating for the for a Falcon and Winter Soldier? Was oh, okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Um, so for me, I would put for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would put Uatu. Okay. Just just because Winter Soldier is one of my top ten favorite Marvel characters, and I like Sebastian Stan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Loki. Loki's coming out May two thousand twenty one, and how do you feel about that one? Uatu. Uatu, hell yeah. Uh, 100%, because this, this, I, man, I don't know how to speak about this one. Um, <laughs> I have the least idea of what this could be about. I, I haven't really read too much of the solo Loki series. Um, you know, my exposure to him has mainly been from, you know, Thor comics, uh, you know, Avengers comics, and from Young Avengers when he was, you know, a little kid Loki. But, um, it looks very interesting overall, and I'm just curious to see what they do with it and how it will connect to something later on. Because I feel like everything they're doing is a setup for something else. Yes. So I'm wondering what is this setup, and yeah. it's also interesting because this is a this is a, a slightly time displaced Loki. So this isn't the Loki that that died in uh, in um, Infinity, was it Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity War. Infinity. So this is a different Loki that from, from an earlier point in time where he kind of didn't have that redemption yet. So it makes it even more interesting, I guess. So I'm very curious to see how that changes the character and, um, you know, just what they do in general and what it's setting up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so for Loki, um, you said that you didn't read a lot of his solo stuff. A yeah. lot of his solo stuff is like excellent. It's um, Kieran Gillen wrote a lot of his solo stuff. And then Kieran Gillen also wrote that, Young Avengers stuff too, right? Yes. That he's in it. And um, besides that, after Kieran Gillen left, Al Ewing took over. So Ooh. it's just like these two powerhouse British writers. And um, his solo stuff is awesome. It makes you really like the character. And I think it actually puts Loki in my top 10 as well. So, so let me ask you this. Is that Kang in the statue? Um, that's a great question. I, I mean, we know that Kang is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been cast. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I did not see, uh, I don't think I know what you're talking about, actually. Okay, okay. So so in the Loki trailer, they take him to this organization, which I can't remember the initials of the organization. Yeah. But Owen Wilson's in it, right? He's part of it. And they're in an elevator and it's got all these weird floors. And as they're going down the floors, you like look out a window and there's these massive statues. They kind of look like the statues that are in Thor Ragnarok with the... Um, the uh with the gladiators yeah we yeah, see yeah. Barry and they're building hulk's face i believe yeah and, and so i looked at him kind of closely and it didn't like obviously like oh that's kang but it's such a quick cut but um i i think that it's like some kind of time bureau that they're working for right and like some kind yeah, of so i'm pretty sure the the, the 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 initials were tva okay so time Okay, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing for me. Time so, something so. agency. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and, and that's not something that rings a bell to my comic book knowledge, so. No, no. Yeah, so it might be even deeper cut. But, I mean, if it's going to be a time thing, like Kang might be the person, you know? Yeah. And, that would be interesting to set it, set, to, to be, if that's the show that sets up Kang 
who is believed to be, you know, the next kind of Thanos level villain that's going to be sprouting up. Yeah. So you said that he's already cast. Do we know who Kang is? Uh, I believe it's, it's uh, they cast him and it's it's Jonathan Majors who is was kind of came on the scene in, in Lovecraft Country on HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that, but I heard it's real good. I haven't either. It's on my list, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got Kang, so he's probably getting set up in this. Yes, uh, that, that's an excellent point. It, it really, it may, that would make a lot of sense, especially if it's to do with time. Kang obviously has a lot to do with time, so. And we, we know he's coming, and I believe he's going to also be in uh, the third Ant-Man movie. Oh, okay, yeah, and that's, that's coming up too. So I'm going to guess for the next entry on this list that you are very Uwatu. And I, I was Uwatu about Loki, if you couldn't tell. But yes. this next one, I think you're probably like hardcore Uatu. Like, yes. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Yes. Okay. 100%. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, late fall of 2021. Right. And um, Brian and I have talked about this. We were saying, like, he was saying, like, how can you capture the Matt Fraction written Hawkeye series in using the MCU Hawkeye character? Right. And um, Brian, I think, probably had the best idea of how they might try to pull that off. You want to tell everybody? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's important to set up that I, I that the MCU Hawkeye is very more similar to the uh, the Ultimate Universe Hawkeye, who Hawkeye was a family man. He was a little bit older. He was, um, and then compared to the 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 comic run that became a beloved iconic run by Matt Fraction, the Solo Hawkeye series where he's kind of like a, a screw up and um, like, and he's, it's just very endearing. And it's just that they don't, those characters just don't line up. I, I don't see Jerry. I couldn't, couldn't see Jeremy Renner being like that because he has his family. He's clearly in the Midwest or the West coast or something like that. And, you know, the, the Hawkeye comic takes place in New York city where he's, he owns an apartment building. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it's like, how do you, how do you separate that from separate the family and Hawkeye with this kind of loner, goof off kind of screw up guy and i and i think the best way to sum it up is that this has to take place during the uh the, the snap time period that five-year gap or um i'm sorry it doesn't take place then it's it's a result of the snap and and what hawkeye did during that time so i feel like this show is going to set up um hawkeye's retirement and it's going to tie up all his loose ends from the time that, that he didn't have his family and then we're, we're going to have kate bishop take over uh as as the character yeah. And uh, Haley Steinfeld is going to play Kate Bishop. And, and you said that, like, you're excited about that, but you feel like she's not exactly the best fit, right? You know what? I, I think I've changed my tune on that. I mean, seeing the, seeing the, the, the costume and the pictures that I've seen so far, it's, it, it works for me now. Okay. Like, we, Brian and I, we both love Kate Bishop. She's, like, one of our favorite characters. Yeah, I would put Kate in my top 10 Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool because like in this wave, they're really like either like really beefing up our favorite characters or like introducing them. Like this yes. is a good time for us as fans. Absolutely. I think I said to you, um, you know, in a text the other day about how if I could go back and talk to like 2012, Brian and Pete, and yeah. say like, hey, two of the best comic series that you're reading right now, 10 years from now, are going to be adapted. And it's going to be amazing. Yes. And then we'll be like, oh, is it going to be on like NBC or something? And you're like, no, no, it's going to be on this Disney Channel thing that's like Netflix. You're like, Netflix, are they going to send like a disc to us? You know, like, no, no, it's just going to be streaming. And there's going to be all these wars about it. 
This is very clearly going to be based on the fraction run because we have we have Kate coming in. We've seen pictures of of Lucky the Pizza Dog, uh, one of the villains who's uh, references clown. I mean, I didn't really know who he was before that, and I think I even mentioned it to you. We were like clown, like, and I have to show you the picture. It's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very good villain in the series. Yeah. And uh, and then we also have, um, as we mentioned before, Echo is going to show up, although we haven't seen a casting for that. Yeah. Um, all we really need here is the tracksuit mafia, and you know we're set. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to get that, and they're going to be saying bro the whole time. Yeah. I hope so, and uh, I believe uh, I believe we're going to see uh, Yelena below the Black Widow in the show as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about that one. Um, yeah, that's the that's probably the thing that I'm most excited about out of all the Marvel TV shows um, so far. So yes, that's like super Uatu for me. Yeah, like the head's just bulging, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of Uatu, another project that's coming out is What If? And um, I don't have the release date for that, but I know that it sounds like Uatu's voice in that, because Uatu is the character in that, um, yes. is, is by uh, Jeffrey Wright from Westworld. Yes. And that, I think that's like fantastic cast. Fantastic cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His voice is like perfect. So how do you feel about the What If show? Um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say Uatu, although it's a little on the lesser scale. So, I I love what if comics. I love alternate reality stuff, and I love the what if ones especially because it's like a little one shot. So sometimes it crams in a little too much, but um, ultimately it just gives you this alternate view of something that could have been different. Yeah. And and I'm I'm super interested in the concept, and I love that they're bringing back uh, returning actors and actresses to voice the characters. It's obviously an animated show, and that's where I have the slight problem is that the, the animation style. So it's kind of like this 3D cell shaded kind of thing. And I'm not like super huge on that style of animation. So that's the one kind of little down note there for me. Yeah. But I mean, there's just, just the, they're, they're kind of laser focusing in on what if for MCU rather than comics. So it's like, you know, you're, you're going to see it. You're going to see different, things um, from the movies rather than, than the, the basing on any existing issue. Yeah. What I was going to say about uh, What If is because of what you said, I, it kind of makes me a little happy Hogan about the whole thing. Because like, I, I like the idea that they're playing within the MCU and they're like, oh, let's switch the details around a little bit. But what I always liked about the What If comics was when they would kind of instead of like switching people's roles, because they do that with DC, with Elseworlds, right? Like what if Superman had been raised by the Waynes and he kind of became Batman, right? But with what if, some of my favorite what if episodes, or issues, there's one where like Cable kills Professor X and then you see the X-Men kind of collapse. That's a great one, I love that one. There's one where Wolverine is a vampire. It's my favorite one. That one is fantastic, right? Um, then there's one where there was a Marvel event called Atlantis Attacks, and you know the, the heroes beat the Atlantean people that were attacking. But in this one, Atlantis like won, and they showed this like horrible situation. And like a lot of the best what ifs are like where the main characters are, like getting killed off and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and that's usually that's usually something that's a um, a, a trope in, in these is that usually there's some large amount of characters that are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you, you might get some of that in this, and then. Um, you know, there's also this parallel Marvel universe. It's not really a what if, but there's the Marvel zombies universe. And yes. that's kind of like a what if universe too. 
Um, and it's funny because in, in the trailer, it looks like the Winter Soldier is in like a zombie situation. Have you seen that one? Yeah, uh, and, and I think out of the stories that they, they've kind of uh, previewed there, I think that was the one that was most interesting to me was the one where you see Bucky fighting a zombie Captain America. Yeah, and, and so the, the things that they're doing, what they're doing is they're, they're like making it that like T'Challa gets picked up by Yondu and taken into space. And he basically, T'Challa becomes Star-Lord, right? And yeah. I was going to ask you, is um, uh, Chadwick Boseman, was he still around to voice do the voice acting? You know, I, I'm not 100% sure, but whoever is doing that voice sounds damn close. Okay. And you can tell that that it's Michael Rooker being a, oh, yeah. um, Rock, a, a Yondu Rooker. again. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is, but I don't know for a fact. Um, yeah. So now in terms of that story, though, it's like, I, I don't know how, how or where, what they're going to do with that. Like, yeah, it seems very random and I don't understand how it's going to change necessarily, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, and then, like, it brings up the question of, like, why, why are they picking up him? Like, did they make some kind of error? Were they supposed to get Peter Quill and they got him? Like, what, why would they pick him up, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, clearly we know that, I mean, I guess this is a spoiler if you haven't seen Guardians 2, but, I mean, they were, they were specifically sent to find children of Ego. Yeah. And, I mean, unless they're going to imply that, that uh, T'Challa is, a, is a, uh, the offspring of Ego, um, I, don't, I don't see how that happens yeah, yeah yeah and then and then again it's like i don't know what what how that changes the story like uh, you know um is it just having t'challa be in different well no because you see him going to get this the uh the stone too he's, he's they show that, that the opening scene of guardians of the galaxy yeah where he's going to retrieve the uh is it the, the power stone in that movie yes yeah so it's it's I have a lot of questions about it, but uh, I don't understand why in yeah. that one. Like, uh, usually there's a good why that they're they're doing this, and they're taking a very major moment and tweaking it in a way that you're like, oh wow, that's really interesting. But I don't see it yet. Yeah. And then the other big one that they showed too was um, what if Peggy Carter got the super, became a super soldier rather than Steve Rogers, and uh, I'm interested in that, but I feel like I've seen that already in comics. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's not going to be really much of a surprise. Right. So. Yeah. And I, so that one, it, once again, like it's the origin of it that's real interesting to me because it's like, why would Agent Carter be the choice? Would it be that like maybe Steve Rogers gets killed and then they're like, oh, our prime candidate is not around. We need to use this though. Like it'll probably be something like that. But yeah. um, I, I think that she's going to be awesome. Like that's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most out of those collection of stories. Yeah. And then the, the Doctor Strange one, I'm like, what is going on in that one? I have no oh, idea. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on there. He's just like fighting a shadow of himself. And I, I have no idea what's going on there. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea yeah. story that's referencing or even, it doesn't even feel like it could fit in the movie, you know, reference uh, reference the movie at all. So yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll see. So so you're feeling Uwatu about that one. I'm feeling uh, Happy Hogan. I, I'm, it's a lesser Uwatu. You know? Okay, okay. His head's not as His big. His head's normal sized. Yes. Oh, normal sized head. Okay, that works. <laughs> All right, so we are just flying through these, and now we get to the stuff where we haven't really seen footage, but um, it's it's like more speculation, right? And so for the next one, it's Ironheart, and I had no idea this was even happening until I read about it. Um, but basically, they're gonna have Riri Williams in the MCU, and she's played by actress uh, Dominique Thorne, who I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar either. Yeah, but 
I I was not thinking that they were going to have Riri. I, I thought that maybe they might try to like. I was saying they were going to have Shuri maybe be like the equivalent of Ironheart, right? But but then when when Chadwick Boseman died, I thought, okay, well they're going to make Riri be. Uh, I mean, I'm wow. Shuri be Black Panther. Right, right, right. When yeah, when they had when Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman died, it's like yeah, they're going to have Shuri be Black Panther. So, um, I I don't know. Like, uh, it, I just didn't think they were going to have Riri at all. So I'm kind of, you know, yeah. I don't know um, what to think. So, yeah, like you said, we don't have much information other than, you know, the main cast there. Uh, I, I imagine we actually will probably see Happy Hogan in this show. But yeah. if there's anything that on any of this that I would put as Daredevil, this would probably be it. Because I don't <laughs> know anything about it. I, I don't know too much about the character. I've read very little with her in it. And and uh, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, she seems like an interesting character, but based on the fact that I, I know the least about it, that this is the, the, the best thing I could say that might be a daredevil. But I'll probably yeah. watch it anyway. I'm going to watch everything. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's there, right? Yeah. Um, so what I'll say about Riri, right, is that I have read a lot of Riri Williams stuff. And um, I've read, like, I think all of the Ironheart stuff that Marvel's put out. And, like, a lot of people, when they talk about Riri, they compare to two other major new Marvel characters, right? They compare to Miles Morales with Spider-Man, and they compare her to Miss Marvel or Ms. Marvel with uh, Kamala Khan, right? And they usually say that Ms. Marvel and Spider-Man are like the good way to introduce a, a different version of the character, right? Like, right. And, and, and then they say that Riri is. They, they usually say that Riri is kind of like almost like a um, Mary Sue, or is that the right okay. term? Yeah, I, I know what you mean, yeah. Right, because Riri, the whole idea behind her is that she's super, super smart, and she figured out how to, like, unlock Tony Stark's armor and make her own kind of Iron Man suit. And that kind of bothers people, you know, because they feel like, oh. And, and she did that, like, in high school. So um, the, the thing about Riri is that, like, she was made by Bendis, just like Miles Morales, right? Mm -hmm. And I like the intention of Riri because... Um, you know, Bendis has African-American daughters that he, uh, or at least one African-American daughter that he adopted, right? Yeah. And he really wanted to make a hero that represented his daughters. And so I, I like that sentiment a lot. And I, I like, like, Bendis is such a great guy when it comes to, like, the internal monologue and characters talking to themselves. And mm -hmm. so when you read his run that has Riri in it, um, you really kind of connect with her. And I feel like a lot, not only a lot of people have given her a chance, you know? With that being said, I would say that I too feel like it's Daredevil or, or uh, Happy Hogan for me. It's like somewhere in between the two. So the next one is She-Hulk, and that's going to be a Netflix, not a Netflix, Jesus Christ. The next one is She-Hulk, and that's going to be a Disney Plus series. And it's Uatu for me because of Tatiana Meslani. See, I, I, have, I have watched zero things with her, but I've heard so many things about Orphan Black. Yeah, yeah. Um, But for me, I, I, I love She-Hulk. I love the lawyer aspect of it. I love how the lawyer aspect of She-Hulk differs from the lawyer aspect of Daredevil, where it's kind of like a little more tongue-in-cheek, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to where Daredevil is a little more serious. Uh, and I'm so interested, and I, I, I hope it ends up being like Law and Order, Marvel, Marvel. You know, that's <laughs> what I want out of this show. And I, I don't know what they're gonna do. 
I have no idea. We already know that Mark Ruffalo will be in it as well as, um, oh my God, what was his name? Abomination. Um, oh, wow. Oh, really? He's in it? Tim Roth is going to be in it as well, yeah. Oh, shit. So based on those characters being in it, I, I, and the fact that they, like, think about the origin story there. How are they going to change that origin story to, to make it seem like it, it fits here? Yeah. And it's like, oh, Bruce Banner has a cousin. Oh, need she needs a blood transfusion. Only person here is the Hulk. <laughs> um, you know, wouldn't someone stop that? I mean, yes. maybe the idea is that 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 is the case that uh but at that point we have professor hulk so he's always hulk and that's why it happens but i i guess i feel like it's a weird origin and i don't know how they're gonna get around that yeah and as much as i would love it to be a law and order show i don't think it's gonna be that so if it's a law and order show huge yeah. huge mega brain uatu uh, <laughs> if, it's, if it's not normal size head uatu Okay, okay, shit. Um, so there's the Ms. Marvel show, okay? Yep. And then the Ms. Marvel show is gonna star Iman Balani, who I'm not familiar with her work. Yeah, I believe she's a, she's a newcomer. Okay, okay. Well, I've seen pictures of her though, and I think she looks like friggin' Kamala Khan, yes. so. Um, and I read too that she's gonna be, Ms. Marvel's gonna be in Captain Marvel 2, so. Yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, who knows, I mean, I think a whole bunch of movies got pushed back again. Yeah. Based on the fact that Black Widow got pushed back again. So um, this is this is another one of those ones where I, I don't know where they're going with it exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I'm very interested to see the the kind of fangirl perspective that they're going to put into it. Yeah. I think I saw an article where she uh, there's a there's a, shot, a screenshot of, of of the character in, like in her bedroom and there's like a picture in the background of Captain Marvel and Valkyrie like arms. They don't have their arms around each other, and because there's that whole, you know, um, uh, shipping thing kind of going on with, with them. Um, oh, so okay. It, it's so I, I'm curious to see how this fits in. Ultimately, yeah. it's it's kind of a happy Hogan, depending on what they do with it. But I definitely need more information on it. Okay, I actually I, I I really like Kamala a lot. Um, she's a, she's a great character. I think like like you said, she was one of those legacy characters done right. Like absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I I haven't played it yet, but I just bought the Avengers video game. Yeah, and she's a central player in that. Um, and uh, it actually just released the DLC with Kate Bishop as well, so that's why I really have to get on that. But um, I really like the character a lot, and I, I'm hoping it comes out turns out to be good. Yeah, uh, well, once again, we're pretty much on the same page with all these. I'm I'm happy Hogan about it too. You know, just based on how they do it, what it's going to focus on, I'd be totally fine if they just straight up adapted the original volumes of her series. I'm totally yeah. cool with that. So uh, we only got two more on this Marvel list and they're connected. Uh, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I know there's like a group um, series too where it's just like animated, but you know, who gives a shit about that? That's definitely Daredevil for me, you know? <laughs> the Holiday Special, um, it's an interesting idea. Uh, you hear holiday special, I think the first thing that comes to mind to everybody is Star Wars holiday special. Yes. So, and being that it's all the same company, kind of, kind of, it, it, it's I'm very curious as to what this will be. But um, yeah. they said that they're going to film this during Guardians three, and it'll obviously come out before Guardians three. Okay. Um, I I think it's like a, a morbid curiosity. This isn't a Watu for me. Um, be, being that it's it's going to be also written by James Gunn. 
and it's going to have you know a lot of the same characters that are in Guardians Three. Uh, I'm I'm interested, uh, although we know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel the same way, and when I look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three coming out in 2023, that seems like a lifetime away, but yet it's not that far either, right? But it seems like there's such a huge gap between Guardians Volume Two and Guardians Volume Three, right? Yeah, because Guardians Two was was before even um, was that 2016 or 2015? I think so. I can look it up on IMDb real quick, but um, it was a long time ago. Yeah, so it's almost like holy shit! If, wow, if that was 2016 or 2015, 20, okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is 2017. Right? Oh, 17. Okay. So, so that's that's what that's like six years between movies and for okay. marvel that's a big gap because for marvel it's usually like two to three so i i think there are there obviously some special circumstances here one we already mentioned the pandemic pushing everything back a year and then two there was the whole james gunn firing thing and yep. i think they had to push the movie back because i, I think they instantly knew they were going to rehire him but they needed <laughs> to kind of wait it out yeah and wait for like a for it to die down before they announced it. So I, I think that six years is very uncommon, and I don't think you'll see that too many other uh, in too many other instances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most of them, like I said, it's like two years between it or three years between sequels. Yeah. Um, but that's good. And you know, the thing is, right, is that Guardians One and Guardians Two, there's not really a big gap of time between them. Like I think yeah. Guardians. Right, because Guardians one. Oh yeah, it's it's like months apart. Right, it's months apart, and then what's interesting is that there's a big gap between that and Infinity War when you see them again, because Groot is like a teenager. Now I know we're not going like actual years like a regular person develops, but it's it's like multiple years. Yeah, you know, so um, it'll be interesting just kind of seeing the Guardians and seeing is Gamora going to be back? Is she the Gamora from? uh infinity war that you know from that alternate timeline i'm gonna stick with my idea that like everything is gonna be post end game yeah. unless it's like a captain america thing where it's like in a time period in american history versus like mcu history um because i think they really want to move forward from this point especially like in a post-covid world i agree so i i think that like guardians 3 will take place after after okay yeah yeah so okay so what else are we missing then because i, I kind of went through my list uh i think the last thing is black widow um because there was a new trailer and i think i, I think i only want to talk about it because obviously we've known about it for a very long time we've been watching trailers for a full year now yeah. not a full year almost a year uh, but this final trailer they released was by far the best one giving the best snapshot of what the movie's actually going to be about and it honestly sounds awesome yeah. you know Taskmaster is is taken over the red room and is trained all these things. These you know are these kind of like mindless, more mindless versions of of uh, you know these like a, like a Black Widow character. Yeah, and she wants to kind of set that right. And I think it it's just, it looks great. Like that that trailer was fantastic and blew away everything else they showed me beforehand. Yeah. Okay. So that, to me, that's that's also going to watch it. Like maybe before. It was more of a happy Hogan. Now it's 100% Watson. Whoa, whoa. Okay, those are big words. Okay, okay. Huh. Let me see. How do I feel? Okay, okay. So this is what I'm going to say. That 
it, Marvel Comics are a good example of, it doesn't matter if you like the character or not, if they do the story right, it could be intriguing. And I did not like the Black Widow character in comics for the most part. Like, I just didn't think she was interesting. She makes a good Avenger. But then there have been some runs recently of Black Widow that I've read that were like really good. And I was like, oh, I like her. I want to see, like, why can't they have a movie of this? Now, yeah. if they can tap into that for the Black Widow movie, the way that they are going to try to maybe tap in for the Fraction Hawkeye, then boy, I'm going to be sitting there waddling it up, right? You know, eating my popcorn and shit. Hopefully it's not COVID. And like, because like if they can, because the, the Marvel Comics Natasha is very different from the MCU Natasha, you know? Yes. And, and she, she, I always just kind of feel like that Scarlett Johansson on there. She always kind of alludes to this kind of cold Russian aspect of her personality, but in the comics, you see it way more. Yes, absolutely. The, the, the balance is totally shifted. And so I want more of that cold Russian spy Natasha. And like what you're saying, like this movie probably has that. And, and there was one really intriguing line where they were saying that like the new versions of Black Widow that are created in the Red Room, they're able to think independently, but they can't like- No, no, it's that they, they, they can't think in the bolt. I took it that they were more like drones and they didn't have free will. So right. they're, yeah. Someone someone says something like they're capable of like thought or like independent thought, but they have no free will. Something like no, that. They have no choice. Right. No, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and I loved the way that was put because it's not yeah. like they're completely brainwashed, but it's like they're not able to. There's like they're like literally programmed to where yes. they can't. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. And if they exploit that in the movie and really make it like a born identity kind of thing, I, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. I, and I think that's exactly what we're gonna get. So right. uh, uh, that really set the stage for me to really be excited about the movie. Yeah, cool. Especially, like you said, how it was something that was that's happening prior to, you know, uh, Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, um, I think that uh, the guy from Stranger Things, uh, as like the Red Guardian, he looks like a lot of fun. And I know spoilers for people, but we're thinking that um, Rachel Weiss, spoilers, we're thinking that she's gonna be Taskmaster, right? Oh shit! Didn't you come on? You and me talked about that. Come on. Did we? No. <laughs> no way. Come on, you and me. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. But but chills. Uh, chills. Shit. Yeah. That'd be kind of awesome. Yeah. I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. We have to see in a trailer and stuff. Is there a scene where it's like she's fighting with Taskmaster? But I'm pretty sure there's not. Oh, that would be so awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so here we go. All right, so I'm glad that you reminded me, man, about Moon Knight because I totally, totally forgot that Oscar Isaac is yes. gonna play fucking Moon Knight. That's Love Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that honestly, that yeah, that is like super Uatu for me. Yeah, that and that's been some knowledge, uh, common knowledge for a while now, for a couple of weeks. So it had nothing to do with the Investor Day, but I think they they kind of reiterated, yes, it's coming. Yes, it's Oscar Isaac again. I think they made some illusions that we're going to see the multiple personalities uh, in the show. So, yeah. The thing about that, though, is like, how does that tie into anything else? Like, I always felt that Moon Knight is very much a a character that uh, is like a side character that almost like doesn't exist in the main universe. And he only exists when 
it's his own book and then they reference other things. Like it could be a standalone character in his own universe practically, you know? Yes, yes. Except for that one Bendis run where like the, the personalities were Wolverine, Captain America and Spider-Man or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that run too. Yeah, because I was just thinking about that. You are 100% right that it always feels like he's in his own world. Uh, he was in a run of Secret Avengers that was really good. Um, where, you know, it, Rick Remender, I think, was the writer, too. It, or maybe, no, no, I think it was Warren Ellis. And that okay. makes sense because Warren Ellis did a really fantastic friggin' Yes. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It, Warren Ellis rebooted it and then left it after six issues, like, like he does for most things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if they could, I mean, if, if you're asking me, like, how could there be any kind of connective tissue, maybe, maybe you have Gore the God Butcher from the uh, Thor movies. And he's yep. butchering all gods, and maybe there's an allusion to Khonshu, and that's the like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. that, like yeah. that, that's the only way I can see it like connecting. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Or, or maybe, or maybe it's like street level, and maybe it's like Spider-Man and and, and Daredevil. I, I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, because I mean, he is a street level hero, but it's like the, his, the mythology is very not street level friendly, I guess. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, and then just, you know, because we were talking about our top 10 favorite characters, like once again, you know, I, I love Bucky. Winter Soldier is one of my favorites. Uh, Kate Bishop, Moon Knight is one of my favorites too of Marvel characters, so I love Moon Knight. Uh, all right, so you ready? You said, Brian, that we probably forgot something. Kind of embarrassed to admit what we forgot. Fantastic Four. Oh, Four. <laughs> <laughs> I have still not seen Fan Four Stick. Okay. Um, and uh, maybe I should watch it. Maybe I shouldn't. Who knows? But yeah, uh, all we heard is that they're making it and that it's going to be directed by John Watts. Yeah. Uh, I, I've heard many, many this random rumors about this, about casting. There's obviously the, the one where they really wanted John Krasinski to be Reed Richards and then have his, his real life wife, Emily Blunt, be Sue Storm. Yeah. Um, I, I heard, oh, who was the other person I heard for uh, Sue Storm? I heard Amber heard for Sue Storm, but I mean, oh. um, I, I don't know. I don't know. But then I've also heard that they might do a, a they might race bend the characters as well, and they might have a, a Black Reed Richards. Yes, would be interesting too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but all that has really been heavily rumored stuff, and it's not. Uh, it's take it with a grain of salt, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you introduce the Fantastic Four, then you have Doctor Doom, and then you have this whole other level that they could add to the MCU. I personally would love that John Krasinski casting that you mentioned in Emily Blunt. Yeah. Probably won't be that, I feel like. I feel like that's too, like, on the nose at this point um, since everyone's talked about it. The race bending would be great. And I actually saw someone on Twitter today was recommending um, that African-American actor that's on uh, The Good Place. You, you know that guy? Like, Oh, yeah, I love The Good Place. Um, Chidi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I remember. I don't, I don't know if I can pronounce the actor's name. Yeah, okay, maybe... Something... Oh, is he maybe not even African-American? Like, he's, I don't know. So, uh, let's, I'll, I'll pull him up and see if I can pull, say his name real quick. But um, he, I saw him in... Oh, uh, great! Um, he would be great! I, I, I love The Good Place and I love Chidi, so... Yeah, um, yeah. He, I, I only saw a little bit of the first season of The Good Place, and then um, he was also in Midsummer, this horror movie. And I haven't seen that yet, but I, I've, I've heard that. I mean, he clearly has a range that, that you know, so... I think he would be great for that. Oh, okay, so he plays, his character's name is Chidi, but then his name is William Jackson Harper. 
Oh, this is William Jackson. Okay. Oh God. Okay, yeah, William Jackson Harper. Yes, absolutely. Um, the character was shitty. Yes. We we didn't really talk about how, uh, um, Ant Man and the Wasp. The next one is going to be called Ant Man and the Wasp by Quantum. Wrong oh yeah, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Yeah, yeah. So like they're going to introduce Kang in that one, and then like. I'm guessing that the Fantastic Four's powers are going to be derived from the quantum first. What do you think? Yeah, uh, obviously the space travel stuff is kind of like, you know, outdated. So, and they're going to take the, the ultimate uh, version where they get it from the quantum realm. Yeah. I mean, well, is I mean, it the quantum they realm? Did? Is it the negative zone? Oh, it was the negative zone. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, they're going to do the, the quantum realm, 100%. Um, there's, there's, it makes perfect sense. It's the best way to tie them in. Um, and hell, maybe they'll even be in that movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that'll probably be like the end credit scene. Is like yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I've always heard people speculate like, wouldn't it be cool if like Reed Richards and his family are from like the '60s or you know some time period before, and that they've been lost in the quantum realm and then they come out and it's the modern day. So they're kind of retro. I, I like that idea. Interesting, yeah, because uh, th that was one of the most interesting things about Ant-Man was how they had the, how Hank Pym was active in the 60s and, uh, and, and, then, and that, you know, that's how we're, we're using Scott Lang and, and, uh, and the made up character, not made up character, but the newer version of Wasp as well, Janet Van Dyne, um, not Janet Van Dyne, Hope Van Dyne. Hope Van Dyne, yeah. Like all this stuff, it, it, it's kind of funny because like, with, with COVID, you know, the other day when, when you were telling me all this stuff on Twitter, I felt like I'd almost like a part of me had been asleep or something, right? And then all of a sudden, all of it comes back on. It's, oh my God, I forgot about this. Because 2020, we didn't have anything from Marvel except for maybe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yep. Like there wasn't a movie or anything. And, and so it's just been dormant. And now it's like just in your face, like so much. So yeah. I know that I'm like excited for all this shit to be back. Uh, yeah, this this was a, definitely a big info dump, and we still have a, a decent wait before we get to it. But yeah, um, I'm 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 ready I'm ready to go back in. Yeah, it's, right. it's it's probably good too. I, I think, you know, in, uh, Endgame was the 23rd movie. Like that's insane. Yeah, and they they've been pumping out one to two a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a little break from that after like how big that was is much needed i think yeah 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 and and so you know we got the break it was just put on us because of the world and <laughs> i think it, it's going to end up working out we'll see what are you the most uatu about a hawkeye and spider-man and and thor because of christian bale is gore the god butcher oh my god oh my god yes yes that's gonna be so fucking good so yeah those those three things are definitely my, my biggest three things um yeah. uh, out of everything that's coming Nice. Okay. Okay. Brian and I will be back. We're going to talk about Star Wars next time. And then uh, we also have Transformers uh, Siege. The next chapter, Earthrise, is coming out at the end of this month, too. So, yep. Awesome, man. All right. Well, thanks so much.